Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. I'm Connor Swam, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, CEO at Finn, and I am joined once again by the wonderful Tara Rummer, Director of Community and Events at Emmybot. Tara, how are you? I'm doing great, Connor. How are you doing? I am doing amazing. If I were any better, I'd be a twin. Having a blast. <laughs> or a triplet. Or a triplet, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we've had you, I guess, on the on the podcast a few times to talk about uh, mental health, to talk about Oster syndrome to talk about uh, your uh, getting diagnosed with ADHD and how that's impacted your life and how you've had to change some of the things that you do. And today we're talking about having fun in the workplace, or I guess how I've always thought about this is balancing professionalism with uh, not professionalism, like <laughs> having fun. I don't know. Can you have fun and be totally professional? I don't know. You tell me. That I'm not sure of, but I do think having fun is super important in your workplace. So especially if you like where you work, I think it helps. <laughs> what a rare thing to like where you work. I mean, I don't think it's that rare. I I think in other industries, it is incredibly rare to yeah. legitimately enjoy almost every aspect about where you work. Well, I mean, I don't love every aspect of where I work. Let's be honest. I mean, it's just work because who really wants to work in general. But if you're having fun, it just makes it a little bit better. <laughs> so is Emmybot or Immense Networks, uh, where you have worked in the past as well, are y'all fully remote, in person, hybrid, somewhere in between? We're somewhere in between. So Immense as a whole is mainly in the office. Um, we have a few people who do work hybrid like two people who are fully remote. So that's been something we had to kind of get used to because we were so used to doing, you know, our happy hours out. And I like to be face-to-face with people, but as you can tell, I'm in my home office. So I've moved to working remote a lot more. So we've had to sort of transition and figure out new fun ways to hang out, I guess, (laughs) and and interact with each other. Were y'all all in person before, I can't even remember when COVID started, if I'm being honest. Yeah, we were. So, you know, it's just everybody was basically local. And then when COVID happened, some people were like, hey, I want to move out of state. Hey, I want to move here. I want to move to New Orleans. And it was like, okay, well, we now know this can work. So it it definitely changed the dynamic, I would say. And the fact that we've grown so much over, I mean, I've been with them 11 years. You go from a team of six in the beginning to, you know, 15 on Immensa side, and I think like 10 on Emmy, maybe more at this point. I've lost count. <laughs> it's it's a whole different dynamic. It's no longer like the buddy culture it was at the beginning, right? And your culture has to change and your fun at work has to change <laughs> with it. What are some of the challenges y'all ran into transitioning into uh, having at least a portion of your people be working remotely? Well, I think some of it is just honestly, like, I don't want to call it water cooler talk because we didn't have water cooler, but uh, you know what I mean? Just like the chats you're having in the hallways, the the actually knowing everybody on a first name basis and knowing kind of everything about their lives and, and their interests to, I mean, we have people that I've never met in person that work with us now. 
So we we have these calls and sometimes people don't like showing their faces. I've still never seen the one guy's face. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> if I ever saw you passing, I would literally not know. <laughs> but it's been it's been an interesting thing because you have to be more intentional about the time that you have with the people, I guess, and in what you learn about them. It's it's no longer passive anymore. What what are some of the intentional things y'all tried to there is there is something that ends up I guess missing a little bit when you're fully remote. You still get to see everyone, right? Especially in the world where, you know, insert any of 90 million different conferencing tools that you could use. Yeah. However, you usually do miss something. How have y'all tried to recreate that? What are some of the things y'all y'all have done? So for us, I'm big on like trivia and happy hours. So we've done those virtually, which has been a lot of fun, actually. One of my friends locally during COVID, I mean, his his whole business was doing trivia at bars. Well, all the bars closed down. So he transitioned it to online trivia and basically like bingo and things like that, music bingo. And so we tried to do just kind of virtual events. We still do. Um, but one thing I really do want to do that's not virtual is I know something you guys have done recently, I'm pretty sure. I want to take everyone on a trip. Like this is something that's always been at the back of my mind. And I think it would be so fun. Um, but yeah, I, we're trying to just kind of make adjustments and we like celebrating people. So we do like online birthday parties and I send people gifts and we do lunch and learns on Friday. So everybody can see everybody's faces and, and we have our daily meetings and we have the chats where we send literally memes all the time to each other. And it seems so silly, but when you get to, I guess, like I, I went from being just like, a, a normal staff member to being someone in leadership, people forget that you're still a human. <laughs> Sometimes and yeah. they're like, oh, she's so serious. And it's like, no, I can still have fun. <laughs> so you have to kind of remind people that you're not a robot. <laughs> I'll make a statement. Somebody should put it on a shirt is uh, show me the quality of your memes and I'll show me the quality of your culture. <laughs> I love that. I just made it up. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, well, somebody's probably said that, you know, there's, there's 8 billion people or however many at this point. So somebody's probably said it. Yeah. But you, has anyone put it on a shirt? No, no. Maybe I could go do that right after this. There you go. Another side hustle. We, um, <laughs> we did take the whole company down to, I, I guess I'll give you some advice if you're, if you're yeah, trying to do that. To it. We went to Tampa, just choose anywhere that's easy to fly to is, is my advice there. Um, we invited every employee, a lot of our advisors, a lot of the friends of the company, a lot of people who have helped us get to where we are now. Uh, yeah. and we also, any, any spouse could come. So anyone you wanted to join you, the only thing they had to do was pay for their own flight. So we'll pay for the employees flights, but we can't pay for everyone else's. And then we had like games and dinners planned where we'd like cater food to this enormous Airbnb that we rented. And most of the entire time was just us hanging out, just like. Spending time with each other is like, oh, I've never met any of these people in real life. It's like, let's hang out. Let's sit on the porch and talk uh, and just get to know each other. And that was probably the the coolest part. We also got to do other stuff like we went golfing and we went out to eat a bunch. It was just like three days of, I guess, no stress. So it was fun. And that sounds amazing. Like, I think doing the virtual events and, and doing the interactions that way, you're still missing something that you get with being in person, whether right. it's just people's mannerisms or feeling the no stress thing. Because while we are talking to each other all the time and, and doing fun things, 
we work in a space that's kind of like thankless. And so there's yeah. still a lot of stress in the background and, and you know that. Um, so you try to keep it as light as possible. But I think just like three days cut off from everything, really just, oh, it's also great. <laughs> it was fun. Um, one thing I always think about is like, there's at least for me is there's this drive to like, I have to be working. I have to be, it's like, there's no oversight. I'm here here by myself. There's nobody looking over my shoulder. There's nobody walking into the office, so to speak. So it's like, oh, if I'm not being productive, like um, I'm a loser or I'm not doing everything I can. And I always think to you, it's like, well, what happens in an office? Like, Are you working the entire time? Like, are you heads down working the entire time? The answer is no. Somebody comes into your office, you have a conversation, you meet them in the break room, you maybe have a water cooler or not. You meet somewhere. I hang up a piece of printer paper that says water cooler and just start talking about <laughs> something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people equate having fun with each other to having to spend a ton of money. And that's not really what it comes down to. Right. So it's that intentional time that, I mean, there have been times literally in our office when I can tell everyone's been having a terrible day and I will go Google a bunch of trivia questions and I will walk out and be like, all right, everyone get up. It'll be like we're doing a three o'clock afternoon stretch and whoever wins trivia in the next 10 minutes is getting a gift card, like a $20 gift card or whatever. And it's just just keeping people interested and kind of showing them that you care and that you're in it with them too. And you can still have fun while being professional. Um, We're not having keggers at our our company. I have heard of companies doing that. No shame, like no, no, whatever. Um, But that's just not (laughs) culture we want. (laughs) Probably hard to rein, rein things back in after, after having a kegger, right? I would assume so. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not what I would want to do. Um, no. You made the statement to me that fun is more like having fun in the workplace. It's more than just occasional team building exercises. It's culture. Uh, what do you mean by that? What What are some pieces of culture that would be evident to you as this is a company that prioritizes having fun and, and, and creating a, an enjoyable place to work? Well, I think a lot of it boils down to honestly how your team reacts and how your team talks about you as well, right? I've worked places where I've had the Sunday scaries and I dreaded going into my office every day. Um, I haven't had that with the Mensa Emmy because we're, we are a team. Like I hate saying it like we're a family because it sounds so cheesy, (laughs) but the genuine care. And then you, you hear from other people like we do this thing and we call it the golden elephant. And I know I said, it's not always about money, but it's something I started a few years ago and it's literally a white elephant gift exchange. Um, but the company buys all the gifts. So we're doing 75 inch televisions. We're doing Bartesians and just big things because a lot of around the holidays, yes, it's all about kids or whatever, but a lot of adults are forgotten. And then we found out they were using their bonuses to like pay bills. And I was like, well, this sucks. What do you guys want? (laughs) Like, give me actual lists. Like if you could have a a wish list, what would it be? But hearing our staff go talk to other people about the fun stuff we're doing, like that helps you know that you're creating a culture that everybody wants to be a part of too, right? So them telling new hires, oh, these are all the cool things that we do. Like you're going to love it. It just it radiates almost every day through the whole company. I've I've always wanted to try and build a culture that other people were jealous. They didn't work in. It's like, uh, I remember uh, you and I both know Mary, Mary, our wonderful director of partner experience. 
I remember saying, I want two things to be true. I want other people jealous. They don't treat partners like we do. And I want partners jealous. They're not people jealous that they're not partners of ours because of how well we treat our existing ones. It's like, yeah. I have the exact same belief for employees. It's like, I want people jealous that they're not a part of this because mm-hmm. not every day is fun. I go back to my experience in college is my dad, my parents would ask me coming home all the time. Like, Oh, did you have fun this week? No, I did not have any fun this week. It was very rewarding though. It's like, there is this deeper level fulfillment. It's like fun has its place, but if you don't get that deeper fulfillment, um, if if you're missing both, you know, you're in a real bad spot, but yeah. (laughs) And there are a lot of companies I know that are, in my opinion, missing both. (laughs) I've talked to a lot of them where people become like a number, it seems like, and it's like, Oh, how much money can you make me? And that's just, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. I, I remember talking to a lot of people, uh, both at Finn and outside of Finn, who made a tra- the transition from like big companies to startups to yeah. less than 50 people. And all of the, uh, largely all of them made the exact same statement about what was the biggest benefit to switching. And it was, I actually see that I'm doing something. It's not that I need to feel like I'm making a difference. I went and I talked to the customer that I made the difference in. And they told yeah. me I made the difference. Not my yep. company. Like, hey, so and so at Finn made the difference. Uh, like, really helped us out. I really want to commend them. It's like that means a lot. It does, and and that should be celebrated. Like, not just ignored either. Um, I, I I'm assuming you guys are big on celebrating kind of every win, like we are. So it's you know we talk about it and we pull. I mean, we have metrics. I'm very metrics based, but we use the crew who's of the world and things like that. And we're able to pull that and then tell everybody and kind of scream it from the rooftops that, Hey, look at this awesome thing they did. Like clients love them. Or, you know, we, I mean, I think a lot of IT people have like superhero syndrome. (laughs) We're like, Oh, let's just jump in and save everybody. Uh, But it's, it's, it's still good and rewarding to, to celebrate that all the time, anytime you can and reprimand privately. Don't, don't do that in public. (laughs) Nobody likes to be embarrassed. That is, that is true. Yeah. How do you, what are some of the ways that you balance this fun culture and professionalism? I, I find, I guess a better question is where would they not align? It's like, how can fun not be professional? I don't know. Having keggers in your office. Uh, all right. Yeah. I guess we could draw the <laughs> line. That might be the line. Um, no, I mean, everything we've done, a lot of it does relate back to, you know, the workplace and things like that. Like we do ticket closing marathons where literally every person, leadership, non-leadership, everybody's kind of in the trenches going through tickets and we do a raffle with it and we try to make it as fun as possible. And I hand out literally these comically large dollar bills and just things like that, where it kind of it bridges the gap with fun and work because yes, we're still having fun, but we're still getting all of our work done and still being professional about it. It's not, I mean, you don't always have to be, you know, I don't know, so stoic and like serious, I guess. Three-piece Anyone that suit. knows me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wear t-shirts every day. I, I have the same t-shirt you have. I love my locker <laughs> it's a good t-shirts. T-shirt. I think I have like four of them. <laughs> it's a good I wore t-shirt. my security one yesterday. <laughs> like it's I we're in a such a unique space, I think, for it. Um yeah. given a little more leeway than a lot of companies. That's the one thing. If I had to change one thing about like professional business culture and mass, mm-hmm. not just the MSP space, it would be like, why are we wearing uncomfortable clothing? Because it makes us more professional. I get it. Like your first impression is your only impression in a lot of cases. And you want to yeah. come off as like putting your best foot forward. I'm not saying show up in 
stained sweatpants and a shirt with ketchup on it because you ate your hot dog a little too quickly at lunch or something. I'm like, but it's like there's a way to dress comfortably and also not to have it be a three piece suit or yeah. a button down with a tie and a jacket. It's, I don't know. I completely agree. I went to a conference somewhat recently and I was just like, when I saw the dress code, I was like, are you kidding me? I don't even wear this stuff to my office. Like, right. And it doesn't mean I'm any worse at my job. Like, I'm just more comfortable. Like, uh, I remember going to a few early conferences and we, you know, probably hanging out with the same groups uh, late at mm-hmm. night at the bar. It's like you watch the people walk in in the suits and, and whatnot. You're like, oh, those are the people who don't know about the industry yet. It's like, those are yep. the new ones. We should go talk. We should go educate them. It's like, hey, <laughs> the T-shirt and jeans, that's the mandatory dress code, okay? That's, Make that's sure it's a company T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. You heard of Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> he wears the same sweatshirt every day. I see yeah. people like to be comfy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, is any last piece of advice you'd give to anyone listening, whether they're an employee at a company, in a position of authority, or an owner on how they can strike this balance? I think... A lot of it is just caring about your staff and letting them know that they're allowed to have fun as long as their work's getting done. Like, that's really what it boils down to. We all work really hard and we should be able to play a little bit at the same time. Yeah. I remember uh, making that analogy, an analogy just like that for uh, sales. It's like there's not a single sales manager in the world that, if you are 150% a quota, is going to say, but you didn't work 40 hours every week this month. It's like, I don't care what you did. Do it again. Just keep yep. doing that. You uh, figured it out. <laughs> if that, yeah. If that was hire somebody else to do your job, it's like, can you hire more people? Can we do more jobs? Like that's how I would approach it. But, yeah, I mean, I agree. So awesome. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you or learn a little bit more about yourself or Amybot, how would you suggest they do that? I am on LinkedIn pretty much all the time. I love it. It's on my phone. It's my number one used app. So you can find me on there. Um, I'm sure you guys will link it somewhere. And then my email is trummer at emmy.bot. Pretty easy to get a hold of. Awesome. Uh, we will have your links, uh, at least to Emmy and links to your LinkedIn uh, awesome. down in the show notes. So folks, if you're listening, don't don't be afraid to reach out to talk to Tara. I'd imagine anything, any subject you'd like to talk about, she'd probably have an opinion on and would love to discuss it. So highly recommend going to do that. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Tara, thanks for joining us once again. It was a blast having you on. Thanks, Connor. Anytime. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.